this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to talk about something that many gardeners, and especially lawn mowing people, might not like. A little plant that's many times classified as a weed. It's very invasive, but it's very useful. It's called chamber bitter, Philanthus urinaria. And I don't want to gripe about its appearance, You'll get the joke later, but it's very useful. So open up your big book of stuff and turn to the section on useful plants. And let's get started. So this plant is called chamber bitter, also known as gripe weed. I told you i tell you about the word gripe later. It's also something that is known as stonebreak. And by the name urinaria being in there, you just about already have figured out that this is really good for certain kinds of problems when it comes to urinary complaints. It's been used uh, to help with colic, it's been used to help with kidney stones. It's been used to help with babies who are just colicky, you know. Um, but one of the things you probably know about is that it's really good for kidney and liver problems as well as the urinary tract specifically. And that pretty much would be a big gripe if you had those issues. So that's why I made that little jokey joke in the beginning. Now the thing about chamber bitter is it's part of the mimosa family. That's why when you see it, you think you see mimosa. It has those leaves that look like touch me not and it kind of looks like mimosa, like a little baby mimosa tree, but it's really not mimosa. Uh, once you get used to identifying it, you'll know. It does invade, and it has the weirdest seeds. And I, I know we're not supposed to judge and call things weird. Nature is full of weird, so that's kind of, you know, dismissive or reductive to say something's weird. But it is weird. The, the seeds are like little wart bumps underneath the plant. And I, I just, it just looks weird to me. It just does. Uh, the only other thing that I find that is as notable for it to stick in my head uh, as unusual plant characteristics would be the shepherd's purse because of the heart-shaped leaves so and that it's photocarnivorous but you know it's just it just looks weird to me it just does I'm sorry and by the way that's how they reproduce now one thing you want to remember if you decide to leave your chamber in the evening looking for chamber bitter, you're going to be disappointed because chamber bitter, like many other part, portions of the mimosa or members of that family, have a tendency to close at night. They do, actually. It's not just a tendency. It's how it is. They close up at night, so you won't see them. But when it's daytime, it'll open up. Now, it's not going to pop open like evening primrose does for evening time but they will open up and that is when you need to look for them another thing you want to remember is that whenever you are gathering 
make sure you're identifying the right plant. Look for its flowers to make sure it's correct. They're little greenish white flowers. Look for the seeds if it's that time of year. The seeds uh, before they become seeds are little uh, roundish fruits and, and you can't mistake them. Always use your plant guide. Always make sure you're looking up the right Latin name before you do anything. Don't just stick things in your mouth. We've talked about that, but definitely it's something worth looking for. And you'll usually find it in your lawn or in uh, places where there's been a mixture of grasses or it's been let go to seed. Uh, There's a grass I found out about when I was researching this with my friends, and that's called centipede grass. And no, that doesn't look like centipedes, but just knowing that it exists kind of creeped me out until I got a chance to look at it. So make of that knowledge what you will. So I'm going to say something, and I hope you won't be embittered about it, about chamber bitter. You get it? Bitter? Embittered? Don't look at me like that. It was funny. I thought so. Anyway, chamber bitter also is an aid in digestion because it's what you call a bitter tonic. Now, I love sweet things. I have a sweet tooth, but I do understand that there is a need for bitterness. We don't cherish bitterness in life or in foods, but it's part of what makes us whole in the human experience. When it comes to food, bitter flavors usually aren't sought out, but in some ways they help us. They make our mouths water. They help food go down. They are a part of herbal medicines, especially uh, Chinese traditional medicine. Um, let's say golden root, per, for example, or other things like that, or bone set. They're necessary. Um, so don't run away from it because it's bitter. It's nowhere near as bitter as bone set, in my opinion, but it doesn't mean it's bad just because it's bitter. brings us to the end of our episode on Chamber Bitter. Usually our episodes are a lot longer, but I just didn't want to dwell on a bitter episode. Even though the content wasn't bitter, I like to not necessarily look for things that have a bitter essence with my friends. And we're friends, right? But I will say this. Just because something is a little bit bitter doesn't mean it's not useful and it doesn't mean it's not something to appreciate. That goes with people too. Sometimes people are holding on to sadness or unfortunate feelings or memories and that can make their words and and actions a bit bitter. But we still can cherish those people and hopefully nurture them and support them and maybe life for them will cease to be as bitter as it is now. Be the sweetness. Be the kindness. And sometimes if necessary 
be the bitter. Help sometimes give those words that are needed that may not be sweet at times when they are most appreciated. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to seeing you here again on My Magical Cottage Core Life.